Hey mamas, this is Ariana Evans and you are listening to I See You Mama, a podcast where we talk mom to mom about stuff that matters to us. And this is, I finally figured out how to keep track, episode 24. 24! Which feels like a lot, but not a lot at the same time. Because I listen to other podcasts and they're like, episode 247. I'm like, good for you, man. You're awesome. So, my co-host is back in town, Nikki Nash. Hello, hello. Because <laughs> we were gone most of the summer. So, Nikki and I were talking about this before. It's always weird to talk like a third person is here. (laughs) (laughs) Nikki and I were talking about this before we got started, and we were debating what we should discuss today, and both of us travel a lot, so we talked about, we want to talk about traveling with kids. Um, So, you guys know Nikki. She has two kids. I have two kids. One is almost 11. She'll be 11 next month, and that's my daughter, and then my son is seven. Yeah. And they have traveled a fair bit. Yes, because you guys have gone back to yeah. your country of origin. The country of origin. Every year? I'm or legal. Multiple? I'm legally here, so yeah. don't get excited. Um, Do you go back yeah, every year? We go back. For a while, we went back every year, and then it kind of slowed down a bit. And now we're back to about every year just because we either we genuinely want to go or <laughs> there's a wedding or something that takes us over there or some, you know, a, a big uh, birthday or it's my in law's 50th wedding anniversary this year. Friday and we're not going for that so a um, bit of guilt there but they are in France <laughs> and actually one of our I was just making like a little note here about one of our trips and I'd forgotten about this one but they're in this little town in France and uh, we did go there one year with the kids and it was quite the effort <laughs> so uh, I remember like running through the airport in Paris like with the stroller excusez-moi excusez-moi because there were strikes and then there was pickpockets in the train and center train station did you get pickpocketed we did not but we heard pickpocket pickpocket so it was just that was Wait, a, that was a parents crazy live in france no they have a little old house in france that they have had forever oh, with um so two fancy. sets of friends well it sounds very fancy <laughs> It does. But they literally sent me. They're all just working really hard on it. Like when I'm old, I don't want to. Well, they're not old. When I'm older and retired, retired I don't want to be doing any work. (laughs) Like they just sent us a text message yesterday that they were varnishing gates and there was a leak, so they're having to strip wallpaper or whatever. So it's called a a jeet, I think, which is like a small place. A jeet. But it's it's pretty. It's um, you know a lovely stone building, but it's quite hard to get there. Like, because they want us to go again. Like, can we not meet somewhere, you know, big a little city. bit easier? Because <laughs> well, you had to take the two flights. Yes. Plus, there was at least, so there was the one train journey where we were avoiding getting pickpocketed. And then his dad still had to come and pick us up like two hours away from the airport from there. So, you know, it's it's like. Don't you have an international driver's license? You just drive? I don't. I don't have an international driver's license. You don't? I do not. No. Why? Don't you have one? Because I'm not a very good driver. (laughs) (laughs) No, I have a... Well, because it's so easy to drive here, right? And I've been coming here since... Is it? Yes. It's like (laughs) go-karts. What do you mean? Well, you either put your foot down or you don't. Like, there isn't a whole lot of... You know, it's not very hard. You put it in automatic. You put on drive and you put your foot down and then there's a break. Like, that's really it. You put it back in park. That's not very common in the UK. No, not at all. You no. have to have the, all the gears and the all the gears, so you know, and you've got it. The biting point and the all biting that. point. I was not very good at that. And there's like it, roundabouts everywhere. The roads are tiny. You know, it's just I'm getting stressed just thinking about it. <laughs> You're so no, itch. I don't. Like, I don't drive oh. at all while we're there, which has caused uh, problems. But I just can't <laughs> do it. I mean, can you imagine? Because I would have to fly into you know, like Glasgow or, or Edinburgh, and then. If I flew into Glasgow, it'd be at least three hours on a very windy road with like all these mountains and lochs in the way, and kids who get carsick in the back like crying. So you have some drama, me. Yeah, it would be too stressful, too, way too stressful. And also, those roads are so windy, and there's all those big like tourist coaches coming around. And we used to, I used to have to get the bus, the coach back home a lot because I didn't drive, right? Right. And when two of those coaches meet on like a corner. Going, going round a mountain that's really scary so I mean, honestly I don't want to end up in a lock and you know drive my kids so no I don't drive in the UK well 
That's a good reason. That's a good reason. Yes. Yes. I can understand how that would be really stressful. Yeah. I feel like I just figured out how close my mic needed to be. So. Oh, well. Am I close enough to mine to be You clear? are. You're, this is the better mic. So oh, well. I, I get feel that. honored. <laughs> but I remember, so a couple of trips ago, we stopped counting how many flights Lila had taken. Like, we did count that for a while. But a few trips ago, we stopped counting. She get over? Like 28. 28? <laughs> That's a lot. That's a lot of flights. Because it's at least two to get to the UK. Um, and then we do quite a bit of, like... So going from Scotland to England, you can fly in like an hour and a half or an hour and ten. Yeah. So there was lo- lots of these little flights, but they all count when you were the one preparing the kids for the flights. Right. Taking the kids on the flights. <laughs> so. Well, before we started driving our big white minivan, I did take all three. Well, no. Did we fly with all three? Just two. So my oldest and I used to fly to mm-hmm. Texas, and that was had its own. How long a flight is that? I mean, it's not very long. It's like maybe three hours. Okay. But then we, we'd have to drive to my hometown from Dallas. And that was always like another couple of hours. One time we did like a little hop. But it's always like the littlest little prop plane. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, we might die. Yeah, we I can't even die. stand up like, on them. I'm like sticking my head sideways <laughs> to get in. Exactly. Yeah, they're scary. They are. And they catch, I don't know if how, why they catch so much turbulence, but it, turbulence, but it just feels like it's you're getting rattled. It's airplane. Right. <laughs> It was like, there's like a row of seats and then like uh-huh. a, r- a double row. Yep, yep. And that's it. And you can barely get anything in the overhead. Oh, yeah. They yeah. just make you check all that. You're like, no, you can't take yeah. that on. I'm like, yeah. but it's my purse. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So we, yeah, my kids have not had that. They don't remember flying, even though they've flown. I think the last time we went to New York, maybe, we flew into New Jersey because mm-hmm. Matt's mom is... In New Jersey. I think that's the last time I took everybody on a plane. And how did that go? It was, it, uh, <laughs> well, I, um, I'm, I'm going to rat on my hubs for a minute. So I think as a, like the more seasoned traveler of the two of us, yeah. because I'm usually traveling with them alone, I realized like there's a direct correlation with like how stressed I am mm-hmm. and how horrible a trip they're having. Like a dir- okay. like if I'm like yeah. freaking out, yep. they're like clearly there's something to freak out about, right, right. and I'm gonna lose I'm my gonna mind. Join you in that, right? Mm-hmm. Well, I'm also going to cry and throw things and oh. be afraid, and like they just kind of feed off whatever. And so I'm like, okay, no matter what's going on, we gotta be super chill. Okay. And Matt did not get that memo. Oh, he's not. <laughs> no. Oh, dear. So, like, when anything goes wrong, because, of course, we're transporting, we're renting a car, and so we're transporting everybody's car seats, which you think, oh, oh not a big no, deal. Oh, I know that. Oh, that is a big deal. But the only, the, really, the big deal is getting them from the parking lot yeah. to the gate uh-huh. with the three kids, one of whom was still kind of little at the time. Mm-hmm. So this was, I don't know, a couple, it's been a couple years. So, I mean, my youngest is only six. So he, he could have not... I think it was probably three. So you you were wanting the car seat for the other end of the flight, right. not during the flight. <laughs> Sorry, folks. We had a little uh, dog. They just went wild because... Because they're protecting their mama from the shit grocery <laughs> delivery lady. This podcast is not brought to you by shipped, but Fuck. Nikki got her groceries delivered which is had nothing in the fridge (laughs) nothing ariana came this morning i said do you want some water because that's all i got nothing else nothing yes anyway should we we tell them about all that was left for the bathroom yeah the bathroom was also empty there was some kitchen what you call it paper towel towel. i'm like don't go don't go big (laughs) if you go big go home to go as big as right. you want because right. I got my supplies <laughs> well maybe not that big use the downstairs right. one for those deposits <laughs> <laughs> anyway I think we were talking about car seats we were talking about car seats because you were saying you were checking yours in at the gate and yeah. then picking them up on the other end but I guess I just didn't even hard. think like how are we going to get three kids and all their car seats to the gate when we park in the lot like things that I thought I had thought through I didn't yeah. think through that one and on the little shuttle bus. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, yeah, they're like, let's I've cram all the so stuff much. on the shuttle I've bus. I've done this so bad. With, I feel like with two kids, it's like, okay, 
we're traveling light. Each kid has a thing. And then, like, another adult has two car seats. But then you have a third. It's like, uh, what? So you didn't want to check him in just at the ticket desk? I don't think we were that fancy. Oh, well, there's levels of fancy. I wouldn't <laughs> right? say that's like the fanciest well, thing. Or in the world. That, that we didn't know. We didn't check that him in was and then go to first class. That would have been fancy. Well, I don't know. I don't think we knew that was an option. See? Travel tips. So I think we should probably tell like our most horrific travel story. Okay. <laughs> you think you can think of one? Well, I can tell you that probably there was two really, really difficult trips. I think yeah. both times I was on my own. One time my friend Rachel was with me, but she got separated one seat <gasps> along, so that was not much help. But the other really difficult one was I traveled by myself with both kids. Rafe was a year and Lila would have been like four then four and a half oh my cat right now is breaking into the dog food bag that just got delivered <laughs> there she is see that do we need to take um, a dog food break because I think the dogs are like wait are you breaking it open we're all in yes um <clears throat> okay so probably my most difficult journey was when Li- Lila was probably four and a half and Rafe was about a year yeah and like I said, when I go to the UK, I don't drive, right? right. So I needed strollers to get everywhere. Because you do have to walk everywhere. Oops. Yes. Or get um, public transport. But we did a lot. I could walk into my hometown Could you easily. use like a little double? Did you do that? Or did you do I got a big double. I had a big double. <laughs> and it's just me. So I had the big double. I had the two car seats also. <gasps> and the two kids. And, and your luggage. And my luggage for four people. No, three people for a month. <laughs> that was not fun at all. Um, so like, I'm going to need you to transport all of this for me. No, 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 man. <laughs> and there's but, no one. No, there was no one. But you know what? I ended up on the first flight. So the first flight's always short. Maybe it's to Chicago or whatever. We ended up randomly sitting. I ended up sitting right behind two of our very good friends. We were heading home to Northern Ireland. Uh, that day and that was their first leg of their trip so they helped me out so much because then we had a really quick um in between what's that called overlay stay over whatever you call it in between flights really quick and layover. i wouldn't have made it if they had hit layover there you are yeah i wouldn't have made it if they hadn't helped me but um the worst part was you know so lila's four and a half she's still not an age that you want to leave her in your in the seat Right. right by herself right and Rafe was a year and I would say like that is the worst time to travel because they want to get one down to two is terrible and run <laughs> yeah prior to that before they can walk if you can go on vacation with them then go <laughs> because they can't move you know they're fairly easy to snuggle and swaddle and strap them to your body strap them to you <laughs> um but one to two is brutal because all they want to do is walk the aisle walk the aisle and say hello to everybody and it's a nightmare <laughs> so I remember like that trip so vividly because I was terrified of leaving Lila in the seat and I had waited so long to go to the bathroom because I was like I just don't want to leave her sat here she's still fidgety you know yeah she's a little girl and you know there's weirdos so right. I, I was like how do you go pee? Like, I had to go pee, and I couldn't leave the baby with anyone. You know, raves a year. Um, you couldn't ask like the. Uh, there couldn't have been anybody nice. The around. seamstress, or the seamstress. seamstress what am no. I saying? The stewardess. The seamstress wasn't available. The seamstress was not. I don't know what I'm thinking about. The stewardess, like to sit. No, I mean, I just didn't even think of that. I think um, I've done that in the past. Like, can you just oh, really? like no. while I run to the? No. So I remember, you know, I'm six foot two. Right. In this airplane bathroom, you know, sideways head to fit in. (laughs) Nursing him, but then also having to use the bathroom while nursing him. What? Why would you do that to yourself? Because I just had to. Like, I had a really rich critical mass. (laughs) I didn't have any other choices in my view at that point. Um, So that was probably the trickiest. And then, so it was the two flights. Yeah. And then I flew into... Glasgow? Yeah, I flew into Glasgow. My mum met me at the other end. And I just remember getting off the flight and going to the baggage and being like, how on earth am I meant to carry the double stroller, the two car seats, the two kids? I can't even push the stroller because I can't even push... I can push the stroller or the cart thing, but I can't push them both. And remember, I would push like three feet this way, three feet this way, pushing each one. 
And then my mum was there to meet me. We had to pile everything into a little, you know, Scottish taxi. <laughs> everything. And then we had to rush to get to the train station. Just made it to the train station. I think we missed the first one, actually, because the time's wrong. Got on the train for four hours on the train. So your mum had taken a four-hour train to meet you. Yeah. She did. She might have even have taken the bus, but I knew my kids get car sick, and so do I. So I didn't want to take the windy bus around all the mountains and lochs right. to get home. So a train is actually way easier, but it takes an hour longer than a bus. Right. Because there's so many stops. Uh, it's a different route. Just a different route. Yeah. Um, and just by the end of that train journey, I, and then we had to get another taxi. You know, just the movement of everything to then get to the house. That was, I think, the most exhausting yeah. trip ever. It was brutal. And one other time I had taken Lila with my friend Rachel. We were um, going to Scotland. <clears throat> and, um, okay, so I would plan these trips like a, like a military operation. <laughs> Which you have to. You have to. You have to be like, all right, at 0700 hours. Yes. So, like a little, I don't know, I'll talk through a little bit about what I used to do. But um, So under two, the, the kids go free or like maybe pay the tax or a small amount, yeah. right? Maybe they're lap children. Lap children. Yeah. Right. Even um, if they're really wiggly ones who don't want to sit with you. Very wiggly lap children. Um, but I would plan everything really far ahead. And it's best to get on the phone with hopefully a female. Hang up if you get a male. <laughs> <laughs> at the airline and try. Because um, now you can get these bassinets that yeah. you attach at oh, a yeah, bulkhead yeah. seat. So I've done... I've tried to get one of them before and it was meant to be organized and then they didn't have it and the air hostess was like it's like a cardboard box you don't want that anyway I was like yes yes I, I do. do I've got no one else to hold this child right um so but you can do that I've also had taken car seats onto the plane so you can do the ones with the handle I'm so far out of that I don't even remember what I to call would, it now I don't think I ever did so like, you can do that and you can also take the car seat as long as it's approved by the airline, which you call and check, um, you can take the car seats that are sit upright ones. What are they called? You know, like when your kid's six or whatever, those yeah. kind of ones. Like a booster. No, not the booster. You can probably take that too, but the actual car seat, you know, it's a high up car seat. Okay. My thoughts on car seats on planes. If I we're going down, had it. if we're going down, a car seat is not going to save my kid. Oh, it wasn't for safety. It was to strap the kid in <laughs> so they couldn't move. And, you know, they were more used to falling asleep on that. Right. That's so true. I was the only person that I've ever seen do this. <laughs> but we I know the people who do it. Like, oh, you do? They actually take the I don't know. Seat. Why would... I? Yeah, no. Well, if we fall reason. out of the, uh, but here's scare, the thing. sky. Yeah, it wasn't for safety. <laughs> here's the thing. So, you know, getting on and you're in a hustling. You're trying to get all your stuff done. And you sweating. And sweating. You know, clips and everything. Well, Lila, this time, when she was small, she cried the entire way. Right? The entire way. And I would be walking the aisles. I was in the squashed up bathroom crying. I was How crying because I was exhausted. And these are all overnight trips. I'm getting no sleep. And she was I a can't baby. remember. She wasn't she wasn't in the carry um car seat. She, she must have been that bit older, but she screamed her head off. Oh Lord. Turns out <laughs> when we sick? were getting no when we were getting out of the car seat the car seat out, the way the airplane seatbelt clip had gone in was right behind her back. Yeah. And she couldn't verbalize that to me. So that was rubbing in her back for, you know, that eight-hour flight. So no wonder. So that was not great. Oh, gosh. But other things that um, were handy um, were to have a sling. Yes. And you want a sling or a baby Bjorn or whatever they're called. You want yeah. something so that you're going to be walking those aisles for Hands a while. free. You need a little bit of respite from that. And uh, <laughs> we uh, have had a lot of... Um, breast milk problems also transporting yeah because they give you grief about like if it's too much or if it's not frozen or burr, burr, burr. it really depends who you get so some <coughs> do some don't and then you've got to taste it right well at least they did when i was doing that a few years ago so they make you they <laughs> open it I and mean, here's what happened this is on another brutal flight um so they make you taste it so they un you know undo and you contaminate the it with your finger yeah great and then they're in charge of it, so they put it back in, put it in your diaper bag or whatever. So then I remember being on this flight, and me and the kids, again, on my own, and looking over and seeing breast milk leaking out of the overhead bin onto the posh-looking woman <gasps> below. 
No. It was a nightmare. So bad. Oh my Excuse gosh. me. I'm so sorry, but there's breast my boob juice is leaking on your head. So and the air people, airline security people, hadn't screwed the ball top back on. So I always check that. Yes. Oh my gosh. And then the other good thing to know is that if you are nursing, the baby's ears like pop. You know how we can like self adjust that. You probably don't even know you're doing. Chew gum or open your right. mouth. But they don't know to do this, so their ears are hurting on takeoff and landing. Yeah. So you need to make sure you've got your milk for takeoff and landing. But remember, take, landing can take like 30 minutes. Yeah. So when they say, all right, we're starting our descent, don't start the milk yet because you're <laughs> going to be out in like two minutes. So they're all little things that, um, that I've done over the years. I used to bring like a surprise toy. Yes. Like in this backpack, like here's a toy you've never mm-hmm. seen before. And then, of course, I got over that because I didn't want that many things <laughs> to carry. Yeah, I've done that, and you wrap it up. I must have, like, Pinterested these ideas. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought of it by myself. But they were Pinterest in 2008? Yeah, I think so. I don't know. Really? Maybe I don't I remember Googled it Pinterest back in the days of only Google. Of only Google. Maybe. Yeah. But um, now that they're older, it's way easier. Oh, yeah. Well, now, so there, that was kind of the young stage was brutal. In between got a bit better, and we got... You know, they could start to use electronics. So Mm -hmm. we would like, you know, give them no electronics for a while before the flight. And then it was like a major treat, you know, or you save like a binge. Yeah, they could binge on that. And you know what really helped was because I spent so many times trying to keep earphones in kids' ears. Those little earbuds. Yeah. Um, Was um, these things called cozy phones, I think they are. They're like a headband. We've got something cute on it, like a mermaid or a tiger or a frog or whatever. Okay. And the, the, um, the earphone is in the headband. So you stick it on their head and they can't drop it. They can't yank it off. Fall out their ear. That was a lifesaver. Oh, yeah. And also having one of those things to hold the water cup. Sorry. You know, like what, I can't remember all these terms for stuff that babies have. Thing that holds. So you, it's like a, you know, like a string thingy. Like what? <laughs> what are we talking about? It's a material thing, like latch or leash or something that you put around your water cup. Because how many times did they drop the darn water cup? Oh, like when you like you attach it to your pacifier. Yes. Like it's clipped we'll do on that, that with your water cup too, because that's going oh, down. Oh, that's clever. See, that's and, good. And I would get in such a fluster that I because I was panicking because you really worry about like upsetting all these other passengers. Right. Like, they've never been a baby and cried. Right. You know? Like, it isn't bothering you way more. Exactly. Than you. Like, yes, you're, you're annoyed, like, but tried. like... Do you know my list? I have, have a chemical reaction yes. to this. Yes. I'm currently having a letdown. But Thank then you. I would have, like, a, I'd be so worried. And I would forget where I put, like, my especially good pacifier that will solve all my problems. So I would actually write myself a list. Like, you put the special pacifier in the top right pocket. Because I would forget and I'd be, like, throwing everything out of my bag. <laughs> So that was helpful. Um, we also would set expectations when they get that little bit older. Yeah. Until I'm like, okay, you know, this is going to be long, but, you know, you might get wriggly, but we're not going to be able to do this or this or this. Yeah. And, you know, that's going to help a little bit. I love but now that they're older, it's a lot better. Also, always put a change of clothes and extra, extra diapers in your hand luggage. Yes. And if you're, you can do a hand luggage, a personal item and a diaper bag. For a baby, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. for carry-on, so maximize those. Because another time, Lila, our case got went missing, and I had oh, no, no diapers, no extra diapers. She had done a blowout, <laughs> and I remember it clearly because we flew on 4th of July, so I had like a cute little 4th of July outfit on. We landed in Scotland in her diaper alone because the there was like nothing else. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I had to change her in the toilet. It was gross. So my friends met my baby like in a diaper and not smelling too sweet. <laughs> so we always put um, extra stuff in there. Oh my gosh. Okay, so our my travel big stuff was not a ton of flying. I mean, I when I traveled alone, I had this very specific because before kids, I traveled a ton, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, by, here's it by driving. No, or by flying. flying. And I'm like, okay, layers. And these are first whole outfits, and I'm only taking a backpack, and I'm only da 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 da, da. and I it's like it was I was the queen of minimal, mm-hmm. <laughs> minimal traveling, and I was like yes, and it's great, and it's bye. I did it again like maybe like a year ago when I went to my friend's 40th birthday party. I flew to Dallas with a backpack, and my mm-hmm. husband was like, "That's all you're taking." I'm like, "It's just me." Mm-hmm. 
I don't, I don't need a lot. (laughs) I can roll my clothes and like stuff them all in here and it's great. Um, but with kids, I feel like we have to just bring all this, like you need more diapers and you need more clothes and you need a change of clothes and you need a lot of things. Yeah. 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 You do though. You just do. But it's either do that or not go. So you might, you know, that's your choice. I think all after our, this podcast, probably a few people will be like, like no, nah, like, we're going to stay here. Reasonable people. <laughs> They'll be 12, mm-hmm. solid 12. Yeah. Well, no, no. Go when they're 10. 12 is sassy. Is it? Yeah. Um, quite I've no, heard le- tons of people have said, oh, just wait. I'm like, Lord, if it gets more, more sassy I might <laughs> not make it. Well, the, ours was always, the worst travel trips. They all kind of blur together. But at this point, like, the worst trips for me always involved, like, I was really anxious that something would happen while we were at like a truck stop. Like, is someone going to snatch one of my kids? And, and maybe these are just unfounded fears, but like, then you see videos of like a mom holding Uh a baby and some guy like snatching her four-year-old out of her hand and running out the door. And I'm like, (gasps) there's a reason for this. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I don't care what gender you are. We're all going into the bathroom Mm -hmm. together (laughs) and you Turn around and face the wall so you don't have to watch me pee. But, like, I couldn't... Or you going into the same stall, even at Well, it was usually, like, a single-seater. Oh, they like, are gross as well. Too. Gross, to- like, truck stop bathrooms oh, are, like, one... Changing the diaper in the truck stop bathroom, Ugh. that's not fun. Mm-mm. Well, it was... The worst trips were always, like, when someone vomited in the van. Like... Uh, <laughs> yep. Because then you're just stuck with it. Yeah. And I, we carried, like, I started carrying, like, towels and baby wipes long after we were out of diapers. And then I realized, like, I think I realized my oldest, or my middle guy was carsick. Uh-huh. He had a terrible, like, he hated traveling. I hate traveling in the car. And I couldn't figure out why. I'm like, you've got things. We've listened to a book. And he's, he said, I just feel sick. And I was mm-hmm. like, hmm. So I, I gave him a Dramamine, and the world was all better. Nice. So the last trip we took, we get like maybe you'll know you'll know where I say like that exit for um, like Nashville West. Uh-huh. <laughs> we, get we, far, we get that far, Texas. Oh, it's no. six a.m. We get that far, and so for those of you who are not from Nashville, from East Nashville to the Nashville West exit is maybe twenty minutes. Twenty-five, twenty. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and Peter just ralphs oh, everywhere, no. and I was. Oh no. <laughs> We've only got 20 minutes. Something and being up early adds to it as well. And not having always anything on your stomach. More sick. Well, I've always been a car. Yeah. Sicker. But, um, but I think they, because they didn't eat breakfast. And so mm. my, like even my dad said it made, I think. It made it worse? It made it worse hmm. to not have food in your stomach. Well, do you know though, I used to even, I would get so worried about traveling in the car that I would throw up before we even got in the car. Oh my gosh. Isn't that terrible? <laughs> but I'm a puker in, in all the ways. Like, <laughs> Pregnancy, puked all the way. Any kind of bug, other people get other symptoms, I puke. So you're welcome yeah. for that fact. <laughs> um, when we were traveling by car, though, because I, I hate traveling by car because I get all squashed up. I get annoyed. Yes. And, you know, when we were in the UK, like, here, driving to Florida, it's eight hours. That's no big deal. You don't drive eight hours Nowhere. in Scotland. No. No. That's like you go off the end of the... <laughs> There's no, you You're can't get eight hours. Like, <laughs> so that's a from lot stem to us. stern. Is it eight hours? I don't even know. Maybe it, it is. I don't know. But I'm not driving it. Um, so that was just always brutal for us. And uh, you know what's even worse is being the car connoisseur. What does that mean? It means you're not the driver. It'd be easier to be the driver. You're the one having to dish out the snacks and all the stuff. To the kids when they're, you know, that age where you're trying to pacify them and keep them busy for the eight-hour drive. It turns into ten hours. So that's and the you're worst the, position. And you're the car concierge and you're driving. Well, so you're like yeah, handing back. Yes, I've done that. The like, the, back. They were like, here, everybody, you all get a little yeah. bag. But we got better at that, too. That's good. Because it used to be, oh, they get whatever they want whenever they want just to keep them happy. Right. And then I was like, I am tired of this. And then no. they're all throwing up and on a sugar high. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so what helped us, we would get up super early so that they, and they would get eye masks and they had to sleep oh, for a couple masks. of hours of it, right? For the first couple of hours, they would have to sleep or they would sleep. 
and we just get them straight up out their PJs and have maybe like a pair of shorts to change into. Most of the time, they just stay in their PJs the whole time. I make mine sleep in their quote-unquote travel clothes, travel clothes, which is like loose shorts and a t-shirt, t-shirt, or if it's winter, loose pants yeah, and a t-shirt. So we'd stick them in the Trouser. car and go. So those first couple of hours, it was like, we're not talking to you, you're sleeping. And then they would get a little something and uh, I would have the box of, you know, some fruit or whatever and some snacks and some easy stuff and some treats. Yeah. But it would be like, okay, you've had something. Now, here's the time on the clock. Do not ask me for another thing for an hour. Until this says. Yeah. And that helped a lot. Otherwise, you're just on. Yeah. I feel like I'm always flinging the snacks. Well, we still joke a, about that being I the worst a cooler. Job. In the back, I was like, here you go. Yes. Yeah, that's a lot easier. <laughs> Y'all are on your own. Yeah, we haven't done a big drive for a little while. So I hate the drive. It's, I mean, last year I think we did twice, maybe. I can't remember. And then this year we've just done once. So what do you, I mean, you take really long trips. For, so from Nashville to my parents' hometown, which is Longview, Texas, is 600 miles door to door. So how many hours of travel well ideally (laughs) if I were alone (laughs) and probably not doing the speed limit um I've made it in like nine and a half but in reality with the people in your car between the fastest we've ever gone was 10 and a half hours well it has taken us that far to go camping in Florida because it takes longer to pull the camper oh yeah well the slowest we've ever gone was like 14 or 16 it was by the time we got there everybody was crying including me because there was like an oil tanker had spilled in the road in Arkansas. And there was like, there was nowhere to get, it was on the interstate. And so I pulled up my phone and said, Google Maps, <laughs> navigate to, and so I went this back crazy way and people figured out like that I must have oh, a map <laughs> and they were following me. So there was a big train of us all going these back ways past this, Thing that was happening on the interstate and even with doing that it's still it was so long that and then long. everybody's crying and I'm like it's only like 45 more minutes like, if I stop end. I'll lose my momentum and I won't want to go on and so we have to go right. and I'm crying and they're crying it was so That's bad. bad we uh so we have a camper and we take it around the place and uh so we have driven that to Florida a number of times so I don't know how many years ago, on the way back, um, the car broke down, pulling the camper. Oh my god! At the, on sixty-five. No. <clears throat> Very busy, you know, hugely busy interstate. Yeah. And Ed always points out whenever we go past, there's that hill we had to sit on. <laughs> <laughs> so we literally had to get off, call AAA or whoever. Yeah. hundred degree heat, you know. Of course. On the hill with the kids. For however long it was, felt like a very long time. So I basically started unpacking the camper. I'm like, let's get the umbrella out, let's pick that up, let's get a blanket. But it was not fun. And then we uh, had to. So the guy was going to come. He's like, we'll tow it. Um, we were still five. The hours. truck or the camper? The camper and the car. Oh, that's good. At least they weren't going to leave it. No. So like unhitch it and leave that thing. It gets better though. So then we had to. Um, yeah, we had to, so this guy comes in his truck, right? So it's him, and the truck's got two seats in the front. And the four of us are mm. in the sun, in the front. This is not That safe. was fun for about seven minutes. <laughs> and was, then, did he tell you five oh hours? Oh my gosh, five hours. <gasps> it was horrendous. Horrendous. Rafe was losing his mind. Lila was just keeping it together. Yeah. No one was comfortable, but Rafe, he just couldn't control it. Like, it was yeah. a nightmare. Yeah. After sitting out in the sun for an hour and a half or however long it no. was. That was terrible. And then, like, you just know, leave us here like, with the camper. We're oh, going to live here man. now. Take that truck. Come terrible. back tomorrow. And, like, we're like, please, no one swerve off the road and kill us all. Right. But then that took us straight into, it was when I was getting the kitchen redone in the old house. Yes. Do you remember the year I started school from the um, campsite? Yes. That was then. <laughs> so we went straight from 65 to the campsite in Mount Juliet. And you left um, the camper there well, and you started school. No, no, he must have taken the camper in for us to that campsite because he told it all. can't quite remember the details. <laughs> he probably blocked it out. And, yeah, we started school. The school pictures that year are on the campsite with the ducks in the back. 
So that was quite the trip. Oh man, mm-hmm. there. I feel like there's so many, so many. Why do we do these things to ourselves? Why? Why? Well, because it's either that or like don't go anywhere, and I yeah. still want to go places. And honestly, so this this last flight was a breeze. Well, we had to do the two flights again. Last year we got super lucky because British Airways put a direct flight on from. Uh, Nashville to London. Wow, that was a, such a breeze. It was amazing, and it was it's a like reasonable the price. All over again. It was a reasonable price, right? It was comparable to other airlines' two flights. Okay. And it was really not busy because it had just opened. This flight leg had just opened. So, I mean, it was half full flight, flight probably. So we got to go and choose our seats. Me and Lila went up to the. I have no shame in in splitting up. <laughs> like we're <laughs> bye bye. I'm going to the extra leg room. My husband does not require extra leg room. <laughs> I do, so I'll I'll quite often split up because they, they don't need me anymore. Right. So um so we got that. That was great. This year and honestly, just the ease of one flight and not having to you know go to customs on the way back and switch your baggage, put it on another flight. Could you mm-hmm. not do all that junk? Yeah. So easy. This year, the flights are three times as much on that Whoa. leg. So we did not do that. We went back to the two flights. They figured out, like, people will pay for this. Yes, we can charge. so nice. <laughs> as much oh. as we want. Yeah, it was extortionate. It was like three grand per person. So what? we did not do that. So, but this year, I mean, they're just pretty much self-sufficient. They've done it so long. They're like, oh, I can't wait to choose a movie that I get to watch. Yes. And, you know, they never like the food, but they get over that. We have a snack. Um, <laughs> on the flight they never, li- they never who like really the does no. like who and they've got their like, like special little ooh. pillow and they've got a special blanket that they like or whatever's going to be cozy you like yeah. talk about what's going to be cozy for the flight because I always get cold oh, but really too. it was a breeze and then the flights to Scotland were like an hour and a half and we check in and we have a special bacon roll at the special counter that we know we're going to have a good bacon roll because it's good bacon because we <laughs> don't like your rubbish bacon over here what <laughs> So you get a proper bacon roll, and you know you make a little ceremony. Oh, we're gonna get a big bacon roll, and then we're gonna do this. But um, you know, my family's like, "Well, how was how was the flight up?" And I was like, "It was an hour and a half. I didn't even talk to them. I just did my crossword." Like, you know, <laughs> for at this point, that's easy. They did yeah. not need me to entertain them for an hour and a half. Oh yeah. So I mean, our trip, great. our trip this year was like, it was a breeze. I mean, everybody's done it so many times mm-hmm. and everybody can walk and everybody knows the drill and I, every- still, I think your sound is harder than mine I can the car we listen to s- we listen to audiobooks and we listen because I don't do screens in the car because my children turn into feral mm-hmm. crazy like if they have if they have the constant stimulation of like a, a screen I say like a million times I do sorry don't start reminding me because then I'm going to start seeing it consciously <laughs> So they, they, they get the stimulation of, of a show, mm-hmm. and so it's visual, and it's audio, and it's, it's, they're thinking about all these things, and the, and the screen is coming, the story's coming at them really fast, and then you turn that off, and they're like little crackheads oh. who, are, who are pissed <laughs> that they're not getting more of their, oh. their drug of choice, which is for them, like, I don't know why. We just don't do well with that much stimulation in the car. In the car. So you don't do a movie at all? No. Oh, see, I'm a big fan of movie in the On car. a flight, yeah. I feel well, like... See, um, well, we have the movies through that, but prior to that, like, you know, we've had iPads and stuff. I'm never tech savvy enough to know how to, like, you know, load a movie on so it's ready to go. Yeah. I can't work it out the technical stuff. But I like it in the car because I just so hate the car. <laughs> yeah. Well, also, if people are... If Judah or Peter are reading... Or watching a thing mm-hmm. and they're not they looking sick. at the road, they get more sick. Yeah, mine's can read in the car either. We just so they had mine had no TV all summer. They got to watch the Annie movie twice because they're, they're in, in the an produ- Annie production. <laughs> That's why really, it's stuck in your I head. Really, I know I've got Annie songs in my head, day, night, all the time. So they got to watch that, but they had no other TV. Right. But now they're coming home so exhausted. Now they're allowed TV. They're allowed one program just to chill out because they are so tired. After so, school. Yeah. So it's kind of a little bit backwards. Probably they should have no TV during the school year and get yeah. some TV in the summer. But yeah. it was good. Like, because they, they were like crack addicts for TV. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> that's why they got banned. Because prior to summer holidays, um, Rafe had a dance um, recital. Recital. That's the word. And so he needed to be like fresh for that day, right? Right. Rested. 
Well, I got up and they both looked like zombies mm. and they had been up since the crack of dawn watching program after program. Like, they can't stop themselves. Yeah. They're like, oh, I'm awake, so I therefore must watch TV. <laughs> so Mama lost her mind a little bit and they got banned from TV. Yeah. So. That's how we, that's how we do. I'll go. They don't watch TV at all during the school week because they can't agree on what to watch. And if they do agree, that's three shows. <laughs> like right. everybody so gets to have agree a pick. On one. Yeah. If they, have to agree they on all one. have to pick. Yeah, they can't agree. They just fight about like, no, I want She-Ra and mm. I want Ninjago. <laughs> that's funny. We just talked about She-Ra. We hadn't mentioned her in years. <laughs> like she's a family friend. Well, she actually was a family friend because <laughs> when I was pregnant with Rave, as we mentioned, I get very sick while pregnant. Right. And I had to take these... Uh, Junisom, like okay. they, it's a sleeping pill, but it helps with nausea. But how did you stay awake? Well, here's the thing: <laughs> <laughs> it was very hard for me to wake up in the morning, so Shira would babysit Lila in my bed on a laptop. <laughs> so, and I remember, I think every episode lasted 22 minutes because this was before she was able to work. You know, the buttons or anything. Right. So she would wake me up every 22 <gasps> minutes, and I'd hit play. So she watched all 72 episodes of Gem and the Holograms <gasps> while I was pregnant. I'm not proud of that fact, but there you are. Wait, Gem and the Holograms is a whole different thing Oh, no, maybe She-Ra. not Gem and the Holograms. Maybe, oh, was it right. She-Ra? No, I, th- no I, th- I, I tell a lie. I think it was Gem and the Holograms. Gem, maybe Gem it was Shira. I don't know who it was. She-Ra or Gem, I don't know. Because one of them like, saved Shira's my life. Like a new, Shira's a new one they just put out. See, we're, we've lapsed into this. Like, I Tension. was just telling Nikki... I feel like I know more things about kids programming, television programming, than I do about adult subjects. Mm. Because when they're with me, we listen to kid podcasts, and we listen to kid books, and we listen to kid movies. And I'm just, I'm over it. I want adult content. I mean, not racy uh-huh. adult content, but I want to think about <laughs> more <laughs> complex things than... Lila likes listening to uh, Michelle Obama's Belonging. Is that what her book's called? She's like, can we listen to Michelle? And we listen to the whole thing. Maybe it's not belonging. I'm terrible. Becoming. 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 I'm terrible about remembering names. It's good. I have to write notes. But I'll go in and she's things. listening to that herself. So yeah. I'll take that one as a win. Yes. Maybe it'll blank out some of the other rubbish she's listened to. <laughs> mm. I feel like Cora's in, in the zone of like, she'll just pick up books and books and books and she, she's indiscriminately the reading. Fair. It's but like, they're garbage. Yeah. They're, there's romance. And I'm like, you're 10. You don't need this kind of drama. She actually has said to me, this thing is happening at school, and it's like this thing that happened in my book. And I said, well, is it really as black and white as it is in the book? Because for the purpose of writing a story, the authors often don't make the characters very nuanced. So, of course, the popular people who are mean to the main character are just that they're a they're a plot device and you're not seeing them in their humanity that was a very complex answer for a 10 year old but i'm serious we've had we've had those conversations about that how do you how do you address what about this person is really what are they having trouble with she did have a couple kids that were just one kid went off on her and was just bonkers and i said babe her parents are splitting up Mm -hmm. i can't imagine that her life is really fun right now and she's afraid and worried and maybe let's just respond with kindness um but it's really hard to be kind to the person who's being mean to you because their life is crap and you know that can explain behavior but it doesn't excuse the behavior right Right. but that's a still set boundaries and be kind Mm -hmm. boundaries and kindness Mm -hmm. so how do we get off on that tangent about oh kid top kid subjects kid travel books Audiobooks. Kid shows. I do love an audiobook. Man, I Just, love an okay, audiobook. Okay, here's. Have you listened or read? You probably have. Test of the Dobervilles. Oh, I think in high school. Depressing. They all are. Man. Like, Wuthering Heights, depressing. Oh. Test of the Dobervilles, I was like, depressing. Jane the, Eyre, what? depressing. Oh. It was all the, the melodrama. Like a classic. You know, they're like, <laughs> this is a, you know, literature that you should read. Oh, it never ends well. Is, nothing ends well for this girl. And you keep cho- making really poor choices. Poor choices. In, <laughs> in, Rescue in your yourself. love interest. Come on, girl. Get it together. Get it together. Why are you pining after this Egypt? <laughs> oh, man. 
That depressed me, something terrible. <laughs> what am I listening to just now? I keep going back to a book that I really like called There's Something in the Water. What's that one about? It's about um, this married couple, well, this couple that get married, they go on their honeymoon and they find something in the water. Oh, is and it about sharks? No, it's not about sharks. Please, Lord, I, can't, I hate sharks. No, I just watched the thing this morning about sharks, no. about this lady who takes the hook out of their mouth, she got mm-hmm. her hand in there, getting involved, saving the sharks. How does she have a hand? Because uh, they like her. She's become their friend. Shark lady. Um, I, I have an irrational fear of sharks. Like, I have mild panic attacks so, sometimes just looking at a picture. Oh. Like, my heart rate was, will increase well, I remember just being looking at a photograph. Jaws. That's how it began. Yep, yep. It began with stupid Jaws movie. Mm-hmm. And then a trip to, the, um, to Florida with... <laughs> I think I've told this story before. A trip to Florida with um, our youth group or something. And my mom put the fear of God in me. She's like, if you lose your glasses, I swear to God. Because I was probably 12. So I've been wearing these specs forever. And so I left them on the beach. And we were out in the water. I couldn't see. So, like, I'm totally blind. Completely, like, my focus depth is maybe, like, like, three inches in front of my face. Go ahead and drown. Go lose your glasses. Don't lose your glasses, but let all the things in the ocean eat you because you can't see it well enough to get away from them. And it, it like, it, I don't know, it grew this little place of panic around sharks in me that even we were at a, it was a stupid aquarium and we were in a tunnel where the sharks were swimming over and I was having a panic attack oh, no. about they're behind glass. Yes. What? And it's not They're a rational. Well it's not a rational thing well, that's at it. all. You can't rationalize yourself. It's no, I couldn't rationalize myself out of being terrified. Of stupid. It's gotten better. And sometimes I watch Shark Week just to sort of desensitize just. myself. But it's always so gruesome oh, that I'm actually, like, this is there are some shark, sharks in the water as well as the thing they find. Anyway, <laughs> I've listened to this book probably five, six times because I really like the narrator. I like the story, but I really like the narrator. She has an English voice, and a lot of English voices I don't love, but I love this accent. Aww. So I Wait, would recommend that. What, what, what region is her I don't English? even know, because I'm, I'm not cultured enough to know all the different English accents. But it, I think it would probably just be like a kind of, you know, now we have to sub know. standard. <laughs> well, she's, she's meant to be kind of, you know, a well-educated character, but uh, anyway. So like... that's a good one I've been listening to. What else have I listened to recently that's good? See, we got to have adult books that we listen to, not adult content. But adult books. Well, have you listened to Outlander? Because that's bordering on the two. I mean, I think yes. No, I haven't listened to Outlander. But it is have we talked about two. Outlander on this before? I don't think so. So, Are you a I've fanatic? In, here's the thing. I've been in this country about 15 years. Right? Since the first day I set foot in this country, people have been telling me about Outlander books. They're like, oh, because they hear my accent, which used to be a lot stronger. And they're like, oh, have you, uh, have you heard of Outlander? And uh, it's this all oh, time travel in Scotland. Well, you know, that doesn't sound that great. So for years, I was like, yes, I've heard of it. No, I'm not <laughs> listening to it, not listening to it. And then a couple of years ago, my friend uh, Kaya mentioned it. So I was like, oh, well, I'll give it a listen. So because I had credits on my Audible, Audible and I like to get the, the longest books possible. So <laughs> getting the money's worth for my credit. And it was like an 18 hour book. And what? I, and there's like seven books. What? So, uh, so I got into the Outlander life. <laughs> oh my gosh! And uh, tell you what, it's it's pretty raunchy in places. <laughs> it is. I'll be chopping my carrots and the, you know, like, ooh, my, ooh, ooh. Oh, 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 pause, pause. It's like Poldark. Oh, I, I, have, watching, I have a friend who loves that. But I, I watched it. like a couple of seasons and I was like, ooh, I don't know about mm, these. I books. see why like, these ladies love these books. <laughs> no, I'm not coming out tonight. I'm just reading my book. <laughs> Me and Paul Dark are going to be here reading this book. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Well, I'm glad you're back. Yeah. I'm looking forward to more co-hosting. Me too. If you're available. Yeah, I love it how everyone else has, like, actual things to talk about that are <laughs> substance. And I just come and shoot it for a while. <laughs> we made this up. Like, That's what should we talk about true. today? Like, ten minutes before we come on. We talk about really deep things, but not always we, on the podcast. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't hang out with you if you were a puddle. No, I'm not. I'm not saying I am. I'm saying you. No, I'm looking. But you know, people have really good things to talk about. But they do. I don't know what I got. I just, you know, turn up and see what happens. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm excited That's to how have... do it. So you can find us, um, me and Nikki. Sometimes, mm-hmm. sometimes just me. But you can find us at icumamapodcast.com. Um, there, you can email me at icumamapodcast at gmail.com. We're on Instagram and Twitter now. I know. It's not like we post any content, but we're there. Hooray. Maybe you should write a comment and tell us um, any of your travel tips or worst experiences. Oh, yeah. I love horror stories. So tell me your worst Mm -hmm. experience or your best tip. Your best tip. That would be good. That would be good. Everybody needs that information. I feel like that's old hat to us because we've done it so much. But for people who have new babies, they're like, what do I do? It's, Travel a lot. it's overwhelming when you look well now here's the funny part so now um <laughs> we travel after that year with the two car seats and the double stroller <laughs> and 15 cases and two kids and a nightmare um now we take hardly anything yeah we're all allowed to hand luggage that's it yeah that's all we take that's all internationally that's it you're that's not, all, you all you're allowed and uh, so the other day, I'm, we're trying to explain something to Lila that was like, there was something heavy going on. Somebody, you know, there's a heavy situation. And we had given her the minimal facts. And Lila was like wanting more facts. So I was trying to use the analogy that I'm going to butcher now because I haven't think about it. But it was about baggage, right? And I was right. talking about, you know, mommy and daddy, you'll take the bigger baggage. This is not for you to carry. You know, you can only you know, manage this bag. And Ed was like, you only let us have hand luggage. <laughs> and it's got wheels. <laughs> so even the adults are just <laughs> carrying minimal bags. That's it. Nobody's having a bigger bag. Right. And the 12 by 14 thing that fits in here in the yeah. little doodah at the airport. Your analogy fell apart. Yeah, oh, it fell apart. Like, Why? Mm-hmm. You knew what I meant, Ed. You knew what I meant. You only let us have hand luggage. <laughs> So there well, you are. So it gets easier. That's what we want to say. It, it gets does. easier. It gets Just easier. do it anyway. Yeah. You'll get through it. And they'll get used to it and they'll get better at it and you'll get better at it. And you don't and have to apologize to everybody sitting around you. I have a friend who would be like, I heard you gave out earplugs. I'm like, that's very nice, but I'm carrying enough junk. I'm not getting earplugs right. for extra not, people. They I'm didn't not take managing their everybody else's expectations. Yes. Like, I got to go. Yeah. So. All right. Peace okay. out. <laughs> Bye. Bye. I'll see you, mamas. See you, mamas.